When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Morning, guys. Are you not entertained? Ooh. Is this not why you are here? Yeah, if you turned off that, if you turned off that yo, game at halftime, that's a problem. Yo, Kitch. Yo, Kitch. Yo, Kitch. Yo, Kitch. Yo, Kitch. Yo, Kitch. I just wanted to do that off the top, Key. Yeah. Gladiator, favorite movie. Energy level. I mean, you saw it. 34-14. Assist, 21 rebounds. In the Damn first, near gave you a triple-double in the first half. In the first quarter. He, he had 10 rebounds like halfway through the first quarter. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Wait, the whole time he's doing it. I know I'm, I'm watching the game, and I just imagine Key's eyes just rolling to the back of his head like, oh, God, this guy got another yeah, but me, Oh, just box him out. What are you doing? What, what I text you guys at the end of the first quarter, though, they're lucky to be down 12. After a quarter, it's like they must be down 20 points. They're down 12. They kept it. They never let it get out of control, the Lakers. Well, and if you're was, the Lakers 20, this morning. It was 25 at one point. You, that's true. But if you're the <laughs> Lakers this morning, you got to be feeling good because you were down one possession late in the fourth quarter on the road in a game where See? you looked lethargic and you were getting your brakes beat off early and you came all the way back on them. you got to be feeling good if you're L.A. right now. I'm not, I'm not going to let you steal the headline. I'm not, I'm not going to let you make it about the Lakers right now. It, it is. It, it's about, no, it's about Denver. It's about Denver blitzing them in the first half, doing work. Welcome to the elevation. Welcome to how hard that is. Right? And look, they pushed the pace of the game last night. Give the Lakers credit for coming back at the end of the game. You can't get yourself down a hole where you're down 20-plus points in the first half. Uh, there were a series of adjustments made in the second half by Darvin Ham. Uh, and here's my, big, my biggest takeaway. Don't let the box score fool you, Key, Key, right? Like, AD had 40 and 10, and I understand how if somebody didn't watch the game, they can look at the box score like, oh, AD had 40 and 10. He didn't have a great game last night. Jokic was the best player on the floor by a mile. And when AD did choose to guard him one-on-one, I think Jokic exploited that matchup. They brought double teams in. I don't understand why they would bring double teams in as AD as the primary defender. I don't, down towards the end of the game, they had Rui Hachimori on him, and I thought that was a better matchup because you could bring AD off the ball as a double teamer. Um, but, man, the, the performance by Jokic last night was just special. It was special. It was the be- He's proving to be the best player in basketball. After one game, He's yep. still trying to win the crown. I'm not going to give that to him because right. it still steps until Jokic takes it from the mantle. But it's moving towards that direction. It, it, it certainly is, Jay. Um, having to, to, you know, really isolate my eyeballs on him and the reason I was forced to because they were playing the Lakers. It wasn't a drive-by. You know, typically when the Denver Nuggets are playing, it's a drive-by for me because I'm just not, you know. Yeah, you they sound playing, sad. They're playing somebody else. No, no, I'm not sad. I'm just I'm, – I'm listening to you as a very astute basketball member. Um <laughs> I mean, what, what you going to say? They, they had no answers for him, right? They, they tried to double him. He passed it out. They knocked down the shots. Then when they single up on him, he spin out. He two-hand dunk off the two 
legged vert. <laughs> I mean, was it really a vert though? <laughs> it wasn't really a vert, but you know what I'm saying. He got a, it over uh, that he, rim really quick. He, he, he was a hari. He's horizontal. He's long. He's efficient. Um, I, I mean, he's really good. That's all I can tell you. I can't. I, what else am I gonna say? <laughs> it was. It was very. It was good to watch and see. It was. It was good to watch and see, to diagnose. And early in the game, about the first. Six minutes of the game, Jay. I said that they're better. They last night, they were a better basketball team all the way around than the Lakers. Lakers had good spurt, right? They had a good, good fourth quarter, seven minute joke. But for the most part, they're a better team because they're deeper in the front line, meaning Garden and Porter and those dudes, uh, even to the point where Green. Uh, KCP, KCP knocking down. I said, man, why you want to knock down shots like that for us with the Lakers? <laughs> right, Jay? He just knocking him down like he is shooting around or something. But that's that's basically what you got, Mr. Williams. But look, Jokic was the star of the show. And in the first half, he and he even ended the game, all-time great performance. And you're right, Jay. To me, the title's still vacant. Maybe Steph has it. Maybe this one has it, that one. But Jokic could emerge from this, these playoffs as the best player in the game, period. I'm just saying, he had an all-time great performance. Almost everyone in the, in, the, in the supporting cast had great games in Denver, for Denver. They're at home where, as the number one seed at home, you're supposed to defend home court, right? And even though they were up, you're right, at one point, 25, forgot in the third quarter, it swelled to 25 points. The Lakers made it a one-possession yeah. game late, and they didn't play particularly well. But they didn't. You're right. AD was – defensively, he was good all game. I mean, one-on-one, you can't do anything with Jokic. But once they took him off Jokic, as you said, he dissuaded he, – he altered the defense, the offense of the, of the Nuggets because he's roaming and people are aware of it. But, I mean, look at what the Lakers just did. D'Angelo Russell did virtually nothing. Uh, obviously, look, LeBron, LeBron had a chance to tie it late with a three. You've got to be encouraged. That was a bad shot. But that's all right. Like, look, I, this series is going to be a series, man. Ain't nobody just going to blitz people off the court. We can't get a ball LeBron no more, man. No, that's <laughs> – but, like, there were, there, were, there were so many adjustments. First off, I don't know why – like, the adjustments, you're going to have to play bigger because you, that, that little three-guard lineup was getting beat up. Yes, we don't have right? nobody to play big with, though. Well, and also, key, like, you need to give Jokic different looks. So Different looks, like when, I said we, yesterday. Yeah, when you gave – and we talked about – like, you're going to see LeBron have to guard Jokic for stints in a game. Not saying it's going to be consistent, but stints. You're going to see Rui on Jokic in stints. You're going to see AD. It, I think it's better for Darvin Ham if you're going to double, double with Rui as your primary defender, have AD play as a free safety, have him come from the yeah. weak side. That's better suited for Anthony Davis, right? Um he also, changes the other team's offense when he can play that way. Yes. Yeah. Also, you know, in the first half key, y'all were going under ball screens, which, you know, you yeah, saw I, guys like Schroeder and Austin Reeves really struggle when Jamal Murray was coming off those DHOs, dribble handoffs. And it, that's a – it's hard to get around that mountain masquerading as a man. <laughs> right? Like, it's hard to get around that. So, like, so, fighting over the top and playing off, forcing those guys – there's different strategies that need to be in place that they started doing a better job in the second half. And the last thing, I will say, just like the elevation, like their wind, man, like transition defense. There were so many times where AD got beat 
down the court in the first half, and they pushed the tempo of the game. This is something that is really real. Like, my first couple of games in Denver, man, the first six or seven minutes, and they always say, yo, get to your second win. Get to your second win. You saw when the Lakers settled into the game in the second half, they started playing with more of a controlled pace, and that's – that's you don't, you don't have to, to play basketball to feel that way in Denver, right? If you never, if you go there, if you're at elevation already, you can feel a little different. Let alone if you're playing basketball. But what is it? They got they got adjusted to it because you're right. They got caught flat-footed early, but then they seemed to pick it up as the game went on. You would think it would be the reverse. Uh, whatever why, why it is, I don't need Jake breathing be, on me like that be, because they're because they're you're running up and down the, the you know you're running up and down the court against a deep team that can make you move and then and you want to push it anyway. And you get worn down. But it seemed to be the opposite. Like they got rejuvenated as the game went on, the Lakers. Because well, you catch your second wind. Always in, in sports, the quicker you can get to, you know, we talk about this, the quicker you get to that second wind. I don't know how it was when you guys played up in Denver. Yeah, same. The quicker I, I we got to our second win, the better we settled into the game. That's yeah, why they I don't had remember. 17 to 6 transition. Does that carry over into game two at all? Do yeah. they acclimate and so they can start, the Lakers could start faster in game two? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't play in Denver. I played there three times, Jay, in my career. And to be honest with you, I didn't even – I was young. And so I was just mm. just going out there on the field. I had no idea what the altitude – I had no idea, zero, yeah. if it affected me at all whatsoever. Um, yeah, well. Well, we did USA basketball in Denver, so we would do training up there all the time. And they would mm-hmm. – you know, you do like the oxygen mask and the ventilator, all that stuff to kind of measure your oxygen, your your. Yeah, lungs. and the Lakers, the Lakers got their day earlier than what they normally would. Jay, they went in on Sunday instead of on a Monday. You know, yeah. so they tried to get an extra day, and like you said, the second half you get your legs underneath you, you understand. In the first half, I think they had put their toe in the water to ga- gauge the temperature of the environment and what they was getting ready to get themselves into. And you say, well, how could that be? Well, it's a new it's a new group of individuals they playing against. They're in Denver. Yeah, they played in Denver before. They haven't played in Denver in quite some time. So now you look at it and you say to yourself, okay, let's get a feel for the game. And by the time they got a feel for it, like you said earlier, Jay, you 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 down by twenty five, that's too much of a deficit really to close that gap. Exactly. Apparently not though. They did. Well they did. Can I just say one thing about the Joker? Possession. They lost. You can you can mark this down. And you can fight me back in five years if you think I'm wrong. That's the best one-man offense in the game of basketball today. It, yeah, you're it, you can, well, I'm man, glad you you're short of saying all time. Well, no, I didn't say all time because I still think LeBron <laughs> in his prime was incredible. But at the center position, it's absurd. with the way he plays, it's the best one-man offense in the game see, of basketball. You see him just push the ball. Like it's just... You know, Will Bond said – Will Bond compared him – I think it was at halftime. Or I don't think it was – I think it was at halftime – he compared him to, to – there's an element of his game that's like Bill Walton. When I, w- I remember having Bob Ryan on Around the Horn, you know, 20-something years ago already. And he said with one game to win, fate of the universe on the line, he wants Bill Walton in his prime. I'm like, come on, MJ, this one, that one. But what the old-timers would tell you is the way Bill Walton could control the offense with his passing from the post was, you know, gave, made, made him a point center from the paint, Right. But Jokic has that plus mobility, handles, he can shoot the three. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's like what all the old-timers would say was the best element about some player all rolled up into one would you as a rather, big. Would you rather have Jokic or would you rather have Embiid? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. It's just something to make you think. So 
Was that the Lakers' ceiling? Like, I'm being optimistic. I'm saying, damn, they could have won that game, and they should have been blown out. They were getting blown out. Am I being too optimistic, or was that, in fact, the Lakers' ceiling? And also, is there concern for all the minutes that Jokic is playing? 888-SAY-ESPN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. I have an analogy for you guys. On, on, on this series, Nuggets-Lakers. No one's going to see it this way because Jokic is considered a center, right? And LeBron is well, old and hurt now. right now. But this is a matchup of the two highest, to me, IQ guys. Passing IQ, see the floor, make all your teammates better. When you say a one-man offense, like who's the greatest one-man offense, you think it's LeBron all time, but it's Jokic right now. In a way, it's, it's, a, it's a version of, and no one's going to see it this way, it's not branded that way, of bird and magic, where you got the, the guy who can shoot from the outside and can see the floor and can, build, and can set up your offense if you need him to, but is not the fastest guy in the world, right? Against, but super high IQ. Against the other super high IQ guy who can do all that stuff plus lead you on the fast break, doesn't shoot it as well, but he's old. But it's a version of that. It's, the, it's a meeting of the two fastest thinking, see the floor best guys to me. All right, what do you say to that one, Jay? Uh, I, I agree. It's just the fact that Joker is 6'11", 280 pounds. 80. It, it's, uh, when you, oh, is that all he is, a 6'11", Jay? <laughs> yeah, 6'11", 280. No, I thought he was taller than that. But it, it's when you, when you watch him in AD, you're like, all right, AD is a tad bit taller, but – just the it's the Joker is not the fastest individual, but it's nonstop movement, right? Like, and 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 these are the type of things that it's just it, it makes you look at the lack of movement by other people, and it, it's just like he outworks you, and, and and that's that's the thing that makes him special, and that's his IQ is what makes all of his teammates love him. There were multiple times in the first quarter where, yeah, he got 10 rebounds. He had chippies at the rim, but he's giving it to teammates. Yeah, get involved. Get involved. Get your shot going because he knows at the end of the day 
that his team is better when his other players are engaged and then he can play off of them. Yeah, there were well. a couple of weird ones where it's like, come on, man, that's a lower right percentage shot. Yeah, just take that shot. What are you doing? Was that the Lakers' ceiling? Not, you D- think? not D-Lo's ceiling. Was that the Lakers' ceiling key, or can they play better than that? No, it's not the ceiling. They can play better than that. They got to start off faster, much faster. They can't, they can't uh, allow themselves to get down 20-plus points and then try to make a, a close in the end, but they can play better. And they will play better. Uh, this is only the first game. If you start talking to me and when they're down 0-3, then that's a different conversation. But down 0-1, on the road, you know, it, that's just what it is. We, if you could steal one in the first game, you steal one. That's just the way it is. They, they come back home where they're undefeated this playoff cycle and see where it's at if they can't steal the next game on Thursday night. Yeah, I think the Lakers are fine, man. Like, Me look, too. They, like the, the, the wind, like they got the wind knocked out of their sale key in the first half. They got in huge deficit. You saw adjustments made in the second half. You saw a team that settled in, didn't give up fast break points. Like I said earlier, it was like 20, 17 to 6 fast break points in the first half. Um, they played with a sense of urgency. They actually matched the effort of Denver in the second half. You actually can make the case that. Probably about out of all the playoff games, that was the worst defensive effort you saw from the Lakers in the first half. The worst. Yeah, right. And they bounced back in the Their second half. Their transition defense was awful. They looked sluggish. They looked like the altitude was affecting them. They looked flat-footed, unprepared. That's what I'm saying. As a, I'm a Lakers fan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I, I, As a Lakers fan, I'm encouraged this morning. No, but I mean unprepared for the moment. I don't mean, I don't mean they didn't know what they're doing. I mean, unpre- like you got to be on your toe. you got to be... They, look, they just look flat-footed to me. They look like they got caught flat-footed early. And, and, but that's what I, it's like in boxing. You'll see it a lot of times. One guy tests another guy to see if he's real, right? And in the middle rounds, if he's beating him up, a lot of times the other guy gives in. There was no give in the Lakers. There was no give. They could have won. They won. Again, one possession. The fact that LeBron James, I don't care if it's a bad shot, the fact that there was a chance to tie that game, what was it left, a minute and a half left yep. in the game? was ridiculous. Should have been a 40-point loss the way it was going, right? But, hey, but, there- but, but by the way, though, Max, like in, in a lot of NBA games, teams that are up 20-25, like the, the percentage chances are higher that the team losing comes back and wins those games. Like it, It's funny. It's oh, almost like long. it's like a facade. You see games where a team's up 20. Like you, we, I see it every night. Like, every night. Oh, this team's up 25 in the first half, and I'm like, man, these guys about to lose by 10-15. Yeah. Tendency yeah. to take your foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. Adjustments made at halftime, like so. Like, don't let any of that you, stuff. But you know, but it's, that, all, it's like two minute offense at the end of a game. It's like two minute offense when in basketball when you have a bunt, you're up by a lot. Teams start to push the ball down the court, shooting threes, making their threes. Now all of a sudden, those deficits are cut in half, and then they cut into a quarter. Then you look up and they go back and forward. Jay, it's just like two minute offense. Uh, when you are down so much in football, now all of a sudden you look up, boom, boom, they're throwing the ball everywhere. Now you're only down by a field goal. But there's, mm-hmm. I, I, we've all experienced this watching the NBA through the years. Like no lead feels safe and leads can evaporate quickly. But I think that's partly confirmation bias because when you look at the numbers, if you're down five with, or more than five with fewer than five minutes left in the game, you're highly likely to lose the game. 
Think about that. It doesn't feel that way, right? It's like, no, that's anyone's game. If you're down six points with four and a half minutes left, you're very likely to lose the game across the league, right? So when you're down 25 in the third quarter on the road against the best team in the league, a team that you and others have picked to win the whole thing, right, against the best player in the game at the moment, who's having an all-time night against a team where everyone's hitting shots and you looked sluggish in the first half, to have a shot to win. Okay, yeah. listen, was, if that's not the Lakers ceiling, and I don't think any of us think it is, do you have any concern for the number of minutes Jokic is playing, for the usage? Zero. That's how Jokic has played the whole year. You know, that's the first question that I got asked when I came into the studio. Like, oh, well, well you know, if you, if you look at it, Jokic, Jokic played 42 minutes. I'm like, okay. But Jokic always plays minutes. Like that's the reason why he's won MVP awards. Like he got it for his durability. He got it for the fact that he does play these type of minutes in games, and it doesn't bother him. I mean, he moves at his own pace, but his pace never stops moving. Like think about that for a second. I'll say it again. He moves at his own pace, but his pace never stops moving. You can't say that about a lot. It's of It's like smooth, kind of efficient. There were, there were multiple times where they were bringing the ball down the court in the first half, and you just saw it. I mean, granted, it's you know, the altitude, but like, AD had his hands on his knee. He was like, huh, huh. You know, Jay, you saw he, Jokic. He, uh, this is his court. This is his team, right? So they increased his minutes slightly in the postseason so far. Regular season, he was only averaging about 33, 34 minutes a game. And now they've increased it. So I'm not – look, for, for them, if that's what they feel, he could continue to do it. Then continue to do it. Play him, play him every damn minute. I hope you play every minute. Yeah, Key, you know, you'll, I th- here, here's the analogy for me. And analytics are a useful tool, but you don't want to lose, like, the, just the eye test, right? So in baseball, Key, back in the day, remember this? Just because you were up at 105 pitches didn't mean you're taken out of the game. Manager's looking to seeing how's the ball coming out of his hand. Is it effortless or is, is he starting to re- – is it taxing? And, and, and Jokic looks, it looks good. It still yeah, looks, looks good, good even when he plays a lot of minutes. Four. But I don't understand why. But you guys always, you guys are saying, are you concerned with Jokic playing 42 minutes? LeBron James, 38, he played 40 minutes. On a bad, on a bad wheel. AD played 42 minutes. So, like, yo. Yeah, but also, you guys have been through the gauntlet. So you're looking yeah. at, you know, Denver has won their games, and, but yeah. it, Jokic is a little bit fresher. Yeah, so, but 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 as it goes though, it's good in game one. What about game three and game five? That's when you may see some fatigue set in. His minutes in regular regular season, he only played about thirty three and a half minutes, Jay, on average. Okay. So you increase they were in up that, big in a lot of games. Cr- but, you, but regular season matter. regular season LeBron James only played thirty five minutes. But you're so increasing like, that and LeBron looked like he is in more shape. No, see, this is where you're wrong. This is where I'm I'm, I'm, going to debunk it. I know I'm going to debunk it for everybody. Because there are times I see, don't get confused with minutes. Like, AD jogs down the court. So, like, he's logging more minutes, but some of those minutes he's jogging down the court. That could be to a deficit for your team. He's relaxing eight of those minutes. (laughs) It's like It all depends on how you look at the details of the minutes now. Right. Give him some half minutes for that. Is it Okay. Adam Silver reacted to the John Morant video, and people want to talk Nuggets Lakers 888-SAY-ESPN. And the rights to Wembayama, the generational prospect in the draft lottery, went too. We're going to get into it all coming up. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. The Keyshawn J Will and Max podcast. KJM. We're presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. So you heard Adam Silver reacting to the John Morant video, but. Let's listen to it again. Here is the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, on NBA Countdown yesterday. We, we talked directly about the consequences first before we got to a subsequent um, potential to have done something wrong. We were very focused on the misconduct that was in front of us at the time. We spoke for a long time about not just the consequences that could have on his career, but the safety issues around it could have injured, maimed, killed himself, someone else with an act like that. And also the acknowledgement that, as you said, he's a star. I mean, he has an incredibly huge following. And that my concern, and I thought he shared with me, that millions, if not tens of millions of kids globally would see him as having done something that was celebrating in a way. I at least was left... um, with the sense that he was taking this incredibly seriously. So, honestly, I was shocked when I saw this weekend that video. Now, we're in the process of investigating it, um, and we'll figure out exactly what happened to the best we can then. It's, again, it's the video's a bit grainy and all that, but I'm assuming the worst, you know. And, uh, but we'll, fi- we'll figure out, you know, exactly what happened there. In the wake of Adam Silver's interview with ESPN, John Morant released a statement through his representatives. This is his first public comment since the video was posted over the weekend. Quote, I know I've disappointed a lot of people who have supported me. This is a journey, and I recognize there is more work to do. My words may not mean much right now, but I take full accountability for my actions. I'm committed to continuing to work on myself. So... Those words fall on deaf ears for me. And as much as I appreciate Ja and his team making a statement, I hear you, but I don't see you. I'd rather see your actions than hear your words at this point. And I, I firmly believe, Key, that a guy like Ja needs a life coach, a third party that can rock with him, that can be there with him wherever he goes, just for an extended period of time to help him process decisions in his life. I, I would actually recommend that for a lot of draftees. 
You know, you're making millions of dollars. I wish I had had something like that, a third party that can help me process and deal with things and somebody I can consult with when times got rough and dealing with fame and making money and not feeling that I could live a normal life. Um, I, I also would like to address something that Adam Silver said because I think it's, um, it's a private institution and the NBA has the right to do whatever they want to do as it relates to suspension. Um, and I think it would probably deem around maybe 25, 35 games for job. Kids seeing kids with guns and being a role model. I think it's such a bigger point. And I understand that Adam is thinking through the prism of the NBA and young players being role models and examples. But I don't want to lose sight, Key, that as it relates to examples, we have a lot of other different examples in this country. And I I, I also don't want all the attention to be on this young black man that all of a sudden he has to be better for everybody all the time when we have other examples of individuals, politicians, and other people that are doing the same thing. You know, if you talk about whether that's pictures on Christmas cards, things of that sort, you know, pumping out different notions around how they feel about gun responsibility. So I just wanted to state that key because I don't want all the weight to fall on this young man's soldier and all of a sudden he's being the pinpoint example of issues with it. When there's a lot of bigger issues we have with it, I just wanted to state that. Go ahead, Key. I want to respond to that, but go ahead, Key. I'll do it after you, Key. Um, the statement doesn't fall on deaf ears for me. Um, I'm 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 fine with it. They have to respond to something. They have to they have to respond. You can't sit and be idle and, and and on mute. The one thing that I take from the statement is he says that. He's continuing to work on himself, and he's committed to doing that. This is not an overnight fix. So I do appreciate him, as of now, recognizing that he needs to continue. Whatever it is, the commitment, whatever help you say, Jay, he needs, okay, whether he's a life coach, whatever the case, it's a commitment to continue to work on that behavior, Mm -hmm. whatever that behavior is. I don't know. I I don't know what it is. It's something that is, I don't want to say bothering him, but there's something that he is seeking, whatever that is. If he continues to work on getting better to fix whatever problems that there is, then, yeah, you you look to it and you go, okay, show me. He hasn't shown us yet, but this is still new. And it doesn't mean that it's not a process. People that have... uh, certain issues in life, they have to work on them to get better at them. It just doesn't happen overnight. So I'm okay with him taking full accountability and saying that he needs to commit to continue to, to commit to doing the right things. I'm okay with that 100%. He's got to say something. The way, but it's not about saying something, Max. It's about whether or not he is in truly invested yeah, but that, in that, that, will, that but commitment. To Jay- yeah. that he's talking about. But to Jay's point, that will time will tell. It always does, right? And that's why Ja has to say, you know, essentially address that, that you may not believe me right now because I just said this and I'm a work in progress, and, and now we have to see the behavior follow through. I want to address what you said about the climate in which we live, Jay, and how it shouldn't be, you know, people say, oh, you should be suspended for a season, let's say. For, he has a, you know, unfortunately has, you know, it's getting incredibly easy to acquire firearms legally in many states in this country. 
And um, there are politicians who, after massacres in schools, which also, amazingly, the laws haven't changed to require greater responsibility. Um, it, in fact, they changed the, in the opposite direction. And right afterward, you know, politicians pose with, with firearms constantly. Um, you're right. So it, it, would, it would seem out of proportion to say, wait, he showed a firearm and now he's gone for a season, right? On the other hand, and, and if you saw, a, let's say, a player with a gun, but they were hunting or something like that, that would be fine, right? So it depends on the context as well. And how does race play into all of that? I think those are all valid questions. But what I like about the NBA is just because the values across much of this country have become so debased because those politicians answer to the NRA, right? Mm-hmm. Adam Silver is saying, that's not us. We're the NBA, and we have civilized standards here. And we want our, the, the participants in our game to live up to a civilized standard. And to Ja's credit, he is not running around right now saying, well, what about this? You know, what aboutism, that and that and that. He's saying, I take responsibility and you might not believe me right now because I just did and it seemed like nothing changed. And, and I, you know, essentially he hopes that his behavior will, will prove itself over time. And that's, I think, what you're pointing to and, and key what you're hoping for. And so am I, right? But there will be a hefty punishment here. There's no doubt about, no doubt it. about it. And good for the NBA. Well, if it is a hefty punishment, it is well deserved. This is his second offense carrying a gun. I don't care if he was in the car with his friend. I don't care if he was... Walking, I don't care if he was hunting. He is. He can have a gun. Yes, we all understand that. It says yes to Tennessee. You can carry without a light. All that I get it. But you already got in trouble for dealing with a gun. Okay, they already then told you the NBA they don't want you dealing with guns. And then that's you do the it problem again. for right. me. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you it's, do it again. It's yep. reflective. Even if it if the issue wasn't firearms, if it was something else, it's reflective of even of impaired judgment of out of control behavior. 100%. Right, of immaturity. If they told him don't walk, walk, don't, don't walk down the street with a brush in your hand. And you did it. Because if you right. did it, that's like, what, what, like, come on, man. That's the bigger issue The man issue that already you. told you don't do it. All right. The 76ers, meantime, have moved on from Doc Rivers. Is this Embiid's team in Philadelphia or Harden's? Is Harden staying? Is, is, is D'Antoni in next? Dar- is, what does this all mean? KJM. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. You know, we talk about on this show, and Key will bring up new GM or a, a head of football operations comes in. If the coach wasn't hired by him, it's probably a matter of time, right? That coach better be winning a lot. Daryl Morey came in. You know who Daryl Morey's peoples are. His he he had Daryl Morey. You you associate a head coach and and a and a and a, and a primary ball handler with Daryl Morey. The head the primary ball handler is James Harden. The head coach is Mike D'Antoni. Like that's who you associate in your mind with Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey came in after Doc Rivers was already there. Now Daryl Morey's here. First thing he does, he goes against James Harden. And what now now unless they win a championship, key you see this in football, right? Oh, you came up short compared to expectations. Now he's going to go get his guy. But, but if he does go and get D'Antoni, is that an indication that this is James Harden's team and not Joel Embiid's team or it's being treated that way? Yeah, they should have just kept Doc if they're going to do that. I wouldn't even – why are you going to microwave D'Antoni back? I understand the connection. I understand the relationship. But I'm also thinking about the future of my big and Joel Embiid. What is he going to be, Jay? When well, you I'm saying D'Antoni, just to be clear, Key. No one. I'm saying that I'm speculating no, D'Antoni. I, yeah. I, I understand that. Nobody's been hired yet, so I get it. Uh, Jay, what will Embiid be? What what type of player would he be in a D'Antoni system? I've never. It's, it seems like a guard friendly system to me. Uh, it doesn't seem like a big uh, for a big right. It just seems like it's all about the guards and the shooting. And, and not the bot, not getting guys to down low in the box and using their ability, something that the Sixers didn't do and Doc Rivers didn't do with Joel Embiid against the Celtics. So why would you go get that guy basically the same duplicate of what we just saw in the series with the Celtics? Because the love affair and that love triangle was real between James Harden, Mike D'Antoni, and also Daryl Morey. It, it, it's been real since they've been in Houston together. I mean, think about well, how is that helping the big? Well, I don't think decisions are, are made around – like, look, if you paid attention to Game 6 and Game 7, I can't tell you how many texts I got from Yates, from my boys, who are all watching the game. If he don't get his ass down on the block, like, I, from so many people, like, yo, you have a major advantage. Yeah, we saw Jokic bully AD last night. That's who Joel Embiid should be instead of floating on the perimeter. And a lot of people were saying, well, Doc, it's his job to get him. So now you're telling me if you bring in Mike D'Antoni, you think you're going to see a steady diet of Joel Embiid on the block? No, you're going to see him on the perimeter. A lot more involved in a lot of that action that is involved and built around James Harden. That's what Mike D'Antoni you know, has been known to do. The last true center, like center center, the way you think of them. And I think of Embiid as that, although he can, it's center plus, right? To win a championship was probably Shaq. And what you see Jokic doing right now, like, like Giannis is not exactly a center, and what Jokic is doing is combining so many really point guard skills with the center position. It's a little bit different. But I, if you can't do it with Embiid so far, you can't even make a conference finals in spite of being on, on with, with, with you know, coaches who've had success and talented teammates in usually what's perceived until recently as the weaker conference Maybe it's just that the modern game does not lend itself 
to that kind of player being the best player or the focal point of a championship team. I'm not saying for sure. I'm saying maybe. And the thing about Dan Tony, provided you have an off a defensive coordinator with him, is that he gets teams farther than they ought to get, right? Especially if he has James Harden. Like, you think of Harden in Brooklyn looking a hot mess, rolling out of bed, out of shape, 30-point triple doubles with D'Antoni there on the bench, right? When D'Antoni wasn't there, it looked very different. So I don't know how he'd use Embiid exactly, and I, but I imagine the effect... A fair assessment. I, I imagine the effect would be good on the team, and the, but the question in the NJ will still come down to, will... Harden or maybe a developing Maxi, if Maxi ascends and takes the next step, will they be able to make the plays in the moment of truth, right? Like, that's still what it's going to come down to. Hey, Jay, I'm cool on the air raid for basketball. I'm good on that with Antonio. A a whole bunch of points, and I'm I'm good on that. A lot, you know, look, I have a lot of questions about it as it relates to this team that looks rudderless sometimes, as it relates to a a leader. Um, But I will say this. To Max's credit, like we don't know everything all the time. And Dean Tony can open up a chess box sometimes. And if he is a person to activate James Harden, there is a part of me that wonders, because we talked about why doesn't Joel Embiid get used more like Jokic. Maybe there's a part of Embiid's game that we haven't fully see, seen crystallized yet because of us always trying to get him on the block. So, like, there, there is a devil's advocate in what I said originally. Like, there is a sweet spot. And what's well, about using him right. It's not getting him on the block all the time. It's about using him right. Well, that, that's you don't the thing. Have so, to. so, I was laughing because, like, last night the Spurs got the number one pick, right? So, they got He's Victor really Wimbayama. And I'm sitting there saying, damn, Brett Brown, who is an assistant on Greg Popovich's staff, just got Victor Wimbayama. And Brett Brown got the 76ers to the Eastern Conference semifinals twice. Doc Rivers got the Sixers to the Eastern Conference semifinals three times, and now I'm over here saying, well, D'Antoni has been to the conference finals. He's done more than both Brett Brown and, and what we've seen. The last situation could, happened. Could easily have two chips, by the way, because that incident with the Spurs, he could have chipped up. You don't know, but maybe. And then also, if they don't miss every shot from three, basically, against the KD Warriors, the Rockets probably win that game at home and then right, probably least. beat the team out of the East. The, the point is this for me. Whoever it is, because I'm speculating D'Antoni, but even if it's someone else, in the end, you're going to need a closer. You're going to need a guy, and Harden does not appear throughout his career to be that guy, and it's hard for a big to be that guy. So the question for me with the Sixers still is, can Tyrese Maxey eventually become that guy, whoever coaches the team? I agree, but I think if, if you're going to make the hire on Mike D'Antoni, you need to add, I'll give you football terminology, the right defensive coordinator. <laughs> yes, 100%. Like, because that, you saw that when they were in Brooklyn, when he had the right defensive people combined 100%. with the offensive philosophy. It meshed incredibly well. Antonio doesn't care about defense. If you get him a good D coordinator I, I, I to sit on the bench, you're good. I can't do it, though. Y'all, I keep, talking about, y'all keep talking about – Who, you, who y'all, else are you going to hire? Who else do you want? Man, it's 12, it's 12 coaches out there, man. We got we to gotta look at all of them. A shot. We, we should go through them. How confident should the Lakers feel after losing game one? KJM ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.